You're listening to GTI Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Winging It with Stephen and Lucian on GTI Radio. I am Lucian Waldaly and I'm here with Stephen McCann. And we're going to be here for the next 30 minutes with a very entertaining show featuring talk, music, and so much more. Indeed. Thank you for joining us again. Um, Our first item for today is our... Useless facts. Useless facts. Our listeners, every day, they text in and they say, we love the, the useless facts. I can't wait to hear more. And we're going to deliver now with a selection of great useless facts. I mean, I knew, I knew we were the best radio station here, but or a radio uh, program here. But mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to get feedback from you know the the actual listeners. Yes, it is. Yeah. So our first fact of the day is: a baby octopus is about the size of a flea when it's born. Wow! Yeah. How do those eight legs fit in that space? Um, I don't know, but I'm sure whatever picture you can conjure up would haunt your nightmares. <laughs> um, question number, th- or fact number two. A sheep, a duck, and a rooster were the first passengers in a hot air balloon. Well, sure. Good way of testing it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Number three. In Uganda, 50% of the population is under 15 years of age. Hmm. Wow. Oh, very young population. Number four, Hitler's mother considered... Oh, God. Hitler's mother considered abortion, but the doctor persuaded her to keep the baby. <sighs> hmm. That doctor is... Uh, I'm sure was very happy with his <laughs> decisions. That's a very controversial topic on yes. either way. You can't yes. be happy or sad about it. Yeah. Number five, Arab women can initiate a divorce if their husbands don't pour coffee for them. My girlfriend would have left me ages ago if that was the case in normal things. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Recycling one glass jar saves enough energy to watch TV for three hours. Recycling one glass jar. Wow. I don't know how that could turn to I don't know. I've been yeah. given a lot of different information about the amount of energy that watching television takes up over the years, and I'm kind of skeptical either way. I'm not, I'm not sure what the actual straight story is on it, but... It's a glass jar's worth, apparently. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, smearing a small... Oh, no. I call bullshit on this. Uh, excuse my language. And I was proven correct, but it was officially released by a council <laughs> as a remedy. So, number seven, smearing a small amount of dog feces on an insect bite will relieve the itching and swelling. No. Was actually released by a council health and safety to its workers, saying it should you be bitten while maintaining gardens and such. This is this is the this is what you need. This uh. is the remedy. But no, no fake news. Number eight: catfish are the only animal that naturally have an odd number of whiskers. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Number nine: Facebook, Skype, and Twitter are all banned in China. Ah, I knew that. Yeah, I think that one is actually correct, so mm. no need to fact check that one. And finally, ninety-five percent of people text things that could never they could never say in person. Well, that's more just like a survey result more than a fact. Yeah, it does seem like it, all right, but I would agree with it to yeah. a certain extent. No, yeah, probably. Um, and that was our useless fact segment for today. I hope you are more knowledgeable after that. <laughs> um, I doubt it, but sure, there we are. 
Welcome back to Winging It on GTR Radio with Stephen and Lucian. I think next up now is our quiz. It is our quiz, and today we're going to turn the tables a bit because Camille has abandoned us once again. So the quiz today will be done by my co-host, Lucian. Oh, wow. Okay, first time trying the quiz. Yeah, let's switch it up a bit. So what subject would you like? Film. Film, right. I've been standing outside yelling the answers for the last (laughs) week. And easy, medium, or hard, or any? Uh, Annie. Annie, right. Mix up. Yeah. So... Our first question. English actor Josh Ackland was born on the 29th of February in which year? I don't know who that is. Uh, I don't know who that is. Could we have any age? So I'm going to guess 1982. No, 1928. Okay. So there's a, probably a reason you yeah. haven't heard from <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Who played Sam Eighth, Eighth, uh, Ace Rothstein in the 1995 film Casino? Um... Al Pacino? No. Joe Pesci. It was Robert De Niro. Oh, shit. Al Pacino's not in Casino. It's, oh, that's a De Niro film. Okay. Unlucky, unlucky. Question three. Which of these animated movies was released in 2003? Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Ice Age, or Cars? Finding Nemo. Indeed. Correct answer. Question four. Who played the title role in the 1998 film Stepmom? Uh, Stepmom. Oh... Goldie Hawn? Susan Sarandon? No. No. Julia Roberts. Question five. What is the title of the 2004 film which stars Imelda Staunton as a backstreet abortionist? Ah, 2005. Imelda Staunton? No, I don't know. Vera Drake. Oh, yes. I wouldn't have known that one. I've seen part of it. I forgot the name. Question seven. What is the first name of fictional character Sherlock Holmes' friend and assistant, Dr. Watson? John. Correct. Question seven. What does Wally fall in love with? Eve, Knight, Ivy, or Day? Eve. Or who does come? What? (laughs) Correct, anyway. Um, Question eight. What... I presume that's supposed to be is. What is the name of Mufasa's jealous younger brother in The Lion King? Scar, Scoron, Scum, or Slash? (laughs) Scar. Scar is correct. Question nine. Which U.S. city is the setting for the 1987 film RoboCop? Uh, Detroit. Correct. And our final question for today. Who was the first actress to win an Oscar for a performance entirely in a foreign language? Oh, God. Uh, To win a performance in a foreign language. (sighs) Juliette Binoche. Foreign language. Who else could it have been? No, I don't know. No. Sophia Lauren. Oh, of course. So, <sighs> today you scored oh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, didn't beat the high score. Unfortunately not, but uh, Camille did well yesterday in Frenis. He helped himself with a topic <laughs> he knew and an easy uh, yes, list sh- of I questions. I should have gone so. with an easy list of questions. Yeah. That was my mistake. Oh, well, um, you matched the old high score, so you're, you're, you're <laughs> joint second. second joint second. Um, that was our quiz for today. Um, thank you for being here for our quiz, unlike some of our, <laughs> our, our, our other guests. Um, so next up for you, we have ads followed by the news with Leah. You 
planning a wedding or special occasion? Are you into extreme sports and want that perfect wave captured for posterity? Drum Rogers Productions is a creative media company based in West Sligo. With years of experience and a high level of caretaking, we will ensure that all your memories are captured in the best possible way. For more info, visit fionrogers.ie or call 086-352-7066. This is the GTI Gazette, the online resource for what's happening. With dozens of new articles every week, written by GTI journalism students, the GTI Gazette is the only website you need to stay up to date with this crazy world. President Trump's first 100 days to Ireland's Rugby World Cup bid. Get the latest information on the biggest stories with the GTI Gazette. Visit gtigazette.com. And I'm joined again by Leela from the GTI Gazette. Hello. Hey, how are you? So, tell me, what are the top stories in the GTI Gazette today? Well, currently we are, we covered the repeal the 8th March yesterday and mm-hmm. that's up and we just added photos and everything from yesterday so go check that out it's and good. Uh, you conducted a few interviews at it didn't you I did yeah I met I met loads of great people um, I didn't get a chance to interview any people against so only one man was screaming from the street but he was alone okay uh, the people they interviewed though were really 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 nice um, I spoke to one of the girls who climbed up on top of Spanish art she yeah hung a repeal banner and well, fair play to her. It stayed there for about an hour or two before, I don't know who took it down. Okay, so my name is Joanna, I'm from Galway Pro-Choice, and we decided to do a banner drop at the top of Spanish Arch for the strike for reveal, Wednesday 8th of March, and I wouldn't have gotten up there without two guys called Dave and Nathan who showed me the way up, and we went up the top, we dropped it, and that's kind of it, but thanks to Dave and Nathan for showing her. I think there's easy, like, 400 people here, and the support is overwhelming, and I think we just had to keep fighting. And uh, what other stories do we have? Um, well, Nicki Minaj is said to release her lead single tomorrow. She hasn't released her own single in about two years since her album. Oh, wow. So that'll be exciting. So now it's time for What to Watch. As we do every day, we discuss things on the screens big and small that you might want to watch. Indeed. And the first one of today is Kong Skull Islands. Now, I have not seen this movie, it's so I cannot today. talk too much. It's out today. Uh, I went to a preview screening last night, and uh, I have opinions. <laughs> um, so basically, this is a new uh, reboot of the King Kong story, uh, directed by Jordan Vote roberts And it's, it's basically, it's taken 38 years, but somebody has finally essentially remade Apocalypse Now but recast the Marlon Brando character with a giant monkey uh, because that is the film we were just all begging to see and uh, here you have it it's Kong Skull Island and it's set just after the Vietnam War in the 1970s and you have a team of scientists and military people who head to this uh, mysterious Pacific Island and try to uh, figure out what's going on there. And, of course, there are monsters there, including giant spiders and giant lizard things and Kong himself. Um, now, it's got some great actors in the cast, John Goodman, Samuel L. Jackson, John C. Riley, and they're all very good. Uh, but it also has Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson as these sort of young antagon- protagonists. And uh, I would say this is the worst performance of Tom Hiddleston's career. His character has absolutely no personality it's not all his fault it is largely a script issue but he just comes into the film as this sort of military uh, escort and he i have no idea what the name of his character is couldn't remember for the life of me he's just jimmy soldier he just stands around looking surprised 
I don't think he knows why he's in the film. I don't think he wants to be there. And Brie Larson is much the same. She's a very talented actress, but in this, she's playing this sort of war photographer who just stands around with a camera and there's no need for either of them to be there. I think the film would actually have been more interesting if the main characters were just John Goodman and Sam Jackson doing their thing. Uh, Sam Jackson is just, you know, playing up his thing so much here. He just goes around shouting, you know, motherfucker and sort of being Samuel L. Jackson. And I thought the film generally was extremely generic and um, really nothing new, no new spin on the character. Very, very uh, cynical commercial release. I, I mean, there's a lot of appealing visuals in it, mostly which are just ripped from Apocalypse Now. I mean, I don't know how there isn't a lawsuit on the way from Coppola but it's still early days you never know yeah, you know, I'd say he, if, once he sees it um, there's just I don't know in a, in a month when there are very sophisticated films or even sophisticated blockbusters out like Logan I don't know why anyone would waste their time on making or seeing something this this unoriginal for me having not seen it but only see the trailers I it just looked like they ripped so many scenes from different Jurassic Parks. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. particularly when they're sitting in that bar and they're trying to convince them to go yeah, to the exactly, island. Like, yeah. it's just Jurassic Park. Even getting to the island, the way they come in in the trailer, it all just looks like Jurassic Park. So. No, it is. It's just Apocalypse Now, Jurassic Park sort yeah. of mashup. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's harmless. I mean, there's worse things. It's short-ish. The music's decent. It has good playlist of 70s classic rock music a lot of there's a bit of Bowie and Creedence Clearwater revival in there but like uh, you could listen to that at home so big dress, budget, dress up in a monkey costume at home and play yeah. some CCR <laughs> and you'll have an equally fulfilling experience so big budget but nothing was put into the writing yeah yeah unfortunate but uh, however we will move on to our next movie which mm. is Arrival oh, this is one of my favourite films of last year I, I liked this very much I thought it was a nice twist on the sci-fi genre it's not all aliens coming in destroying everything it's actual intelligent as well as the kind of weird side plot that's going on as well with her yeah. visions from mm. the past flashbacks are yeah. so we're led to believe oh structurally so it's brilliant like, it it's is so fantastic it's really surprising and uh Amy Adams, phenomenal in it. I can't believe she was robbed the Oscar nomination. Uh, absurd. She's she's so good in this. And uh, I do like Jeremy Renner as well. I, think, yeah, I was very surprised by yeah, him. I thought yeah. this was one of his best performances. I really did. And, Sometimes uh, he can be very droll or kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. just no emotion. But I thought I thought he was very good in it. And Forrest Whitaker is always good. Yeah. In also, Michael Stuhlbarg, who's one of my favorite character actors, he shows up in it too. And he's in a lot of films. You'd recognize him if you saw him, but he's a really talented actor. He's like a sort of a government agent guy who's sort of a sort of antagonist character but no it's really really smart really beautifully shot and scored uh, the director Denis Villeneuve now is doing the Blade Runner sequel which I'm really looking forward oh, to oh that so. should be good yeah for anyone who hasn't seen it, though, the plot is basically Amy Adams playing an American linguist, and she is working at a university when aliens land on Earth, and 12 alien ships land on different continents around the world, and yeah, they do nothing. They're just kind of there and just hovering intimidating. Like a, hovering like a slice of chocolate orange. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, she's brought in to try and decipher what they're saying, and... Yeah, the movie takes a few little twists from there, and um, I don't want to say too much because mm. talking about it, no, but it ends up it being ruins a, it. Yeah, yeah, it ends up being a really interesting sort of nuanced character study of this woman and of her past and of her 
future and it's it, the way it deals with time is really surprising and really compelling i think so yeah no very interesting twist on a lot of sci-fi ideas um and it was it was nominated for a lot of oscars it got best picture best director uh and it won i think production design or sound mixing one of those the sound was phenomenal in fairness amazing sound yeah yeah yeah. so arrival make sure you see that if you have not on dvd and blu-ray from the 20th of march oh well that's handy and welcome back to Desert Island Discs. Winging it. <laughs> Winging it. The struggles sorry. of multiple shows. I'm just getting a quick, you know, uh, <laughs> plug in for our other show. Get the, get the rep out. Right. So, uh, for our final segment of today's Winging It, we have This Day in History. The date, of course, is March 7th. And March 9th. I give up. I, g- I give up. <laughs> I it's March give up. 9th. I've had a very traumatic experience <laughs> just now. Yeah, I'm not dealing with it yet. Imploded on us. Yes. In 1788, Connecticut became the fifth U.S. state. In 1796, Napoleon Bonaparte marries Josephine de Bourgogne in Paris, France. In 1812, Swedish Pomerania is seized by Napoleon. In 1820, Congress passes the Land Act, paving the way for the westward expansion. In 1839, the French Academy of Science announces the Dag daguerreotype photo process. In 1841, the rebel slaves who seized a Spanish slave ship, the Amistad, in 1839 are freed by the Supreme Court despite Spanish demands for extradition. In 1862, the first and last battle between the ironclads USS Monitor and CSS Virginia ends in a draw. In 1911, the funding for five new battleships is added to the British military defence budget. In, 19, in 1915, the Germans take Grodno on the Eastern Front. In 1916, Mexican bandit Pancho Villa leads 1,500 horsemen on a raid of Columbus, NM, killing 17 US soldiers and citizens. In 1932, Eamon de Valera is elected president of the Irish Free State and pledges to abolish all loyalty to the British Crown. <laughs> Some <laughs> Irish history for, for, for once. On the Free State. In 1936, a German press warns that all Jews who vote in the upcoming election will be arrested. In 1939, Czech President Emil Hacha ousts pro-German Joseph Tiso as the Premier of Slovakia in order to preserve Czech unity. In 1940, Britain frees captured Italian coal ships on the eve of German Foreign Minister Ribbentrop's visit to Rome. In 1956, British authorities arrest and deport Archbishop Makarios from Cyprus. He is accused of supporting terrorists. In 1957, Egyptian leader Nazar Bar's UN ugh, Nazir Bar's UN plans to share the tolls for the use of the Suez Channel. Canal. Canal. In 1959, the Barbie doll is unveiled at a toy fair in New York City. Woo, Barbie! In 1964, the first Ford Mustang rolls off the Ford assembly line. In 1967, Svetlana Joseph Stalin's daughter, defects to the United States. In 1968, General William Westmoreland asked for 206,000 more troops in Vietnam. In 1975, Iraq launches an offensive against the rebellious Kurds. And finally, in 1986, Navy divers find the crew compartment of a space shuttle or of the space shuttle Challenger along with the remains of the astronaut. That's a lot of history. It was, but that was this day in history for our show today. And tomorrow will be our final edition of this day in history. It's heartbreaking. It's all coming to an end. Uh, All right. Well, join us tomorrow at 2.30 with the final ever edition of Winging It. But we'll be back before then with Desert Island Discs at 1.20. And my mystical minute is, as always, at 12.50. 
Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you to Kevin for helping us out with sound. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. And Kevin will be here in just a moment to sign off GTI Radio for today. See you tomorrow. Okay, thanks to Stephen and Lucian for that there, uh, finishing off the day. That's all we have time for you today on GTI Radio. And we do hope you'll tune in tomorrow where we've got a lot more going on on our final day of broadcast for this particular session. I'll be kicking off tomorrow with The Breakfast Club at 11 o'clock. And that'll be followed by The Decades Show with Camille, Maisie and probably Julia. Uh, then we have Halftime, a sports roundup with Conor Kilbane and Paul Daly, followed by Lucian's Mystical Minute. And that after that, we'll have the chart show with Gavin Malarkey and Ross Keneally, followed by Desert Island Discs with Lucian and Stephen. Then I'll be replaying a documentary that was broadcast during the week about Stiff Records. Following that, winging it will round up the day once again with Stephen and Lucian. We'd like to thank you very much for tuning in here to GTI Radio and we'll leave you there for today. This is Kevin Duffy signing off and saying thanks for listening.